Browns winners over the Jets here at Cleveland Browns Stadium, and that means Mary Kay. The Cleveland Browns, for the first time since 2020, are back in the playoffs. Yeah, it's very exciting. It was so much fun down here on the lakefront at Cleveland Browns Stadium today. The stadium was rocking. There were fireworks. There were there was a light show. There were guitar riffs. I mean, it was a party down here. I don't have to go out on New Year's Eve. I don't know about you guys, but this was the party down here tonight. So they are definitely in the playoffs. Good for them. Uh, you know, down to their fourth quarterback, don't have a kicker, don't have Nick Chubb, who smashed the gu guitar beforehand. Uh, so uh, the fans were just on fire tonight. It was a blast. Good for them. So I have an excuse. If somebody asks me to do something on New Year's Eve, I can say, no, I was at Cleveland Browns Stadium on Thursday. I don't need another party. Uh, Ashley, everything this team has been through, we were in that locker room after the game, and you heard guys talk about togetherness and kind of how, the, how this team is pulling in the same direction. And, and even Wyatt admitted there's so many cliches, but, man, they really do seem to believe all of them. It's true. I mean, in my post-game quick zero story that I wrote, I kind of went through a whole paragraph of all the adversity they've had to face. And most teams, it would be like just one line of this like 10-line paragraph would have taken them out. But the Browns, for whatever reason, no matter what injury happens next, it always seems to be the last straw, and they always find a way through it. And I do think you're hearing a lot of guys attributing how close-knit this team is. I know before players have said, well, we actually believe in our next man up. And I do think there is a certain camaraderie in this locker room that you can sense that these guys also just think – is special and it's been a huge part of their run this year and there's probably some irony by in the fact they were playing a Jets team that was essentially crippled by the loss of their starting quarterback who had the guy who started for the Browns tonight Joe Flacco last season did not make that call and Joe Flacco tonight Mary Kay was unbelievable 296 yards in the first half of this football game the passing game really only slowed down after Elijah Moore went out and they were kind of out of receivers but it was an incredible performance once again by Joe Flacco. It really was. And you have to remember that Amari Cooper was a late scratch before the game. It was a last minute thing. He was going to try to play. He went out there. He warmed up. It didn't go well. So not only did he lose Elijah Moore in the first half, he was out without Amari Cooper. And somehow they still got it done. David Njoku had a big game. Jerome Ford had a big game. Somehow this team finds a way and this was the number two pass defense in the NFL that he threw for 296 yards on in the first half yeah Ash, I mean it just looks like Joe is having so much we should all like be having as much fun as Joe Flacco is right now yeah I mean it's kind of awesome to see we just saw the clip again on the TV where after one of those big plays he yells let's effing go except he said the actual word clear as day and it is just such a cool story. You know, I've joked in my story today, like Kevin Stefanski uses that phrase of, you guys are the wordsmiths whenever we kind of ask him to put something in context. And I think with what Joe's doing, what this team is doing right now, there really are just no words to describe how special it is. And like Mary Kay said, 296 yards in the first half. Who would have thought he would be able to pull that off without Amari Cooper out there at all? Okay, well, Browns fans, your weekend of football is not over because there is a very important game that you have to watch on Sunday because even though this team has clinched the playoffs, you know, I kind of said what they've done this year has made the unbelievable believable. Well, they still have a chance to win the AFC North, Mary Kay, but it starts with Baltimore. They've got to lose to Miami on Sunday. If that happens, the North is still in play. Even the number one seed is still in play going into week 18. Yeah, I mean, it would set up a huge AFC North finish in the last week of the season 
Browns versus Bengals, Ravens versus Steelers, and anything can happen in that type of a scenario. So Browns fans really have to hope uh, that the Ravens do not win on Sunday when they play the Dolphins, the 11-4 Dolphins. And uh, Joe Flacco was even asked about that as he was walking through the locker room, and he was saying, yeah, I guess I do have to root against my uh, former team now. So uh, this could set up to just be an incredible story. Well, let me see if I get this rooting guide right. So root against the Ravens in the next two weeks. Root for the Dolphins, then root against the Dolphins, and the Browns will be AFC North champs and number one seed, right? That easy, Ashley. It's that easy, and, you know, not to be a Debbie Downer, but we were talking about this before the game. I am curious because I do think the Ravens are just a bad matchup for the Dolphins. In a similar way, I think the Browns would be a bad matchup for the Dolphins. Both have very physical defense defenses, I should say. Miami hasn't done well with those all year, so – it's definitely interesting, and it's, it is amazing that the Browns are still not only in the fight to win the division, but for that number one overall seed. Well, no, what, no matter what happens, they are in the playoffs. They will be at least the fifth seed in the playoffs, and it happened because they beat the Jets here at Cleveland Browns Stadium tonight, and we will cover it all at cleveland.com slash browns.